Welcome to Season 2 of Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Ayla. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 6 of The Good Place. Before we get started, we're just letting you know that we're going to take a little mid-season break. So we won't make a new podcast next week, but we'll be back the week after. Also, you can feel free to join us. We have a Facebook page called Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast, where we would love to hear your comments about the show. Now let's get started. So as you might remember from last week's episode, we left off with Janet glitching, and no one was quite sure why, but we knew that it was a big problem. In fact, it's become an even bigger problem because now Vicky is getting suspicious and threatening to tell Sean about Michael's mishaps. And so Michael has to figure this out really quickly. He's under a lot of pressure to not only keep Vicky off of his back, but also save the neighborhood because really strange things are happening. So he starts um, doing a diagnostic to figure out what's going on with Janet. And eventually they figure out that the problem is that Janet has been telling lies. And as they dig deeper and deeper into this, they figure out what she has been lying about. So we figure it out when Tahani and Jason walk in and... Um, they question what what's happening to Janet. And then um, Janet says that she'll be back and she'll be happy to help them. And then the entire room disappears and reappears. So this clues them all in. Well, maybe not to Honey and Jason, who are so wrapped up in themselves that they really aren't paying attention to anything else. But it helps Michael figure out that what's going on is that Janet is not actually happy for Jason and Tahani and their relationship. And as they explore that together, Janet realizes that it's true, that deep down inside, she still has feelings for Jason, even though she has no memory of having been married to him in the earlier iteration of herself several, several reboots ago. And Janet, being the all-knowing being, said that the best thing to do would to self-destruct herself. Michael needed to insert a paperclip and hold her nose for three seconds. Janet admits that she would rather stay in the neighborhood, which is kind of unique in and of itself because Janet isn't really supposed to express any feelings. But she is very logical, and so she ultimately says... The right thing to do, the logical thing to do, is to just get rid of me because I'm too big of a risk. And Michael kind of agrees that that is the logical thing to do, but he can't bring himself to do it. Michael starts making excuses. What if Vicky finds out that it'll make everything worse? And then he finally admits that the reason that he can't do it is because Janet is his friend. They realize that they're going to have to find a different solution, and that's kind of the heart of this episode. Now, one thing we want to talk about is the flashbacks in this episode. The flashbacks start at the very beginning with Michael stealing good Janet. Way back when he first started his good place actual bad place experiment, he tried to use a bad Janet to run the neighborhood, but it turned out that she couldn't handle it. She couldn't pretend to be nice. So instead, he stole 
a good place, Janet, from the, the storage facility where they keep them. And he lied to her from the very beginning and told her that she was actually creating a good place neighborhood. And so at first he thinks that he's the cause of her glitches, but she says, I, you've been lying to me all along and I wasn't glitching before. So eventually we find out that it's because she's now lying, that that's the problem. But still, Michael does kind of admit that he did something wrong, which is a big step for Michael, who would never would have done that before. Another flashback is when Michael is reaching toward his paper clips and sees a spoon. That reminds him of a spoon that Janet gave him. While Janet was helping Michael um, pick the perfect food that people thought they liked, but they didn't really like. So we see how we ended up with so many frozen yogurt places in the original Good Place. And now we're recognizing that Michael and Janet have this really long relationship. He has rebooted this neighborhood some 800 times. And every time Janet has been his friend, his companion, the one who helps him solve problems. And he just cannot bring himself to get over all of that history that they have together. So one thing that I want to talk about that came up in this flashback is that when Michael is stealing Janet in the first place, Sean is like, you just walked in and took her? And Michael's like, yeah, they didn't even lock the doors or anything. And then he says, this makes sense. They're good, so they're stupid and trusting. What do you think about that statement, Ayla? Michael seems to be suggesting that if someone is good themselves, then they won't see the potential bad in other people and that they're setting themselves up to be taken advantage of. Do you think that's true? I think that being good definitely involves being trusting, but you ought to be careful of how trusting you'll be. There are some people that are just not that great in the world, and you can try to help them, but no matter how hard you try, there's no way you can get rid of all the bad people in the world. That's a really good point, and it makes me think about... So sometimes when somebody has like come up to me and asked me for money or told me a story about, you know, why they needed this money because they were stranded and their kid needed food or there's been lots of times where stories like this have happened. And often I've given the people the money and the people who are with me are like, you're so stupid. Why did you why did you believe them? They were just lying to you. It was a trick. And my feeling of that has been like, maybe I am being tricked. I don't always necessarily believe the stories those people are telling me. But my decision of how I'm going to react to it is about me. And whether they're telling the truth or not is about them. And so I try to separate out being tricked from just making a decision about how I'm going to interact with the world. But I do think that sometimes if you aren't on the lookout for people who are who maybe don't have your best interest in mind, you can end up in some positions where you get hurt. So I do think that there is kind of a tough balance to walk. And this reminds me of a game that I was playing with um, a bunch of people that got together online and played this game where you get can get a bunch of pets. And she said that she got scammed out of all her pets. And I I thought to myself, she's probably lying, but I gave her some of mine anyway. Yeah, in those situations where it doesn't necessarily hurt us to give the thing up, I think, what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario, if I'm wrong, is that they're lying to me and I gave up something I didn't need but I still showed that I cared about them, even if they were lying, right? If the worst case scenario, if I'm wrong about them being a liar, is that this person really needed help and I turned my back on them. And for me, that's worse, right? It would be worse to not help somebody when they need it than it would be to get taken advantage of.
Speaking of lying, that brings us to our question of the day. So before Janet knows that she secretly has feelings for Jason, she doesn't know that she's lying to Jason and Tahani whenever she says that she's happy for them. But Michael tells her that it was still a lie even though you didn't intend it to be because she didn't really mean it. So our question of the day is, can you lie without knowing it? Pause the podcast, think about it, talk about it, write about it, and then come back. So welcome back. So can you lie without knowing it? I think you definitely can. In this case, she, in this case, Janet definitely didn't know because her memory had been erased. But this can also be a problem of not being able to interpret your feelings. That's a really good point. So when I think about this, can you lie without knowing it? It kind of depends on what your definition of a lie is. Because in the Janet manual, it said that Janets might glitch if they start giving out information that is incompatible with objective truth. So let's talk a moment about that. What is an objective truth? I honestly don't know. Okay, well, let's start with the second part of it. What's a truth? Saying something that is it's real. It, that's what truth is. Okay, good. And so an objective truth is something that is real in a way that everybody can confirm without their own personal opinions. So objective means that it is external to our own thoughts and feelings, whereas subjective means that it is about our thoughts and feelings. So if I take the temperature of a glass of ice water and I tell you how many degrees it is, that is an objective truth about that glass of water. If I take a drink of it on a hot day and say, oh, this is delicious, that is a subjective truth. And so part of the problem here is the objective versus subjective. So if the definition of a lie is just saying something that is not objectively true, you could then lie by just saying something that's wrong, right? Like if I took the temperature of that glass of water and it was actually 45 degrees and I said it was 47 degrees, I would have lied by that definition, even if I was just wrong in my head. In my opinion, I think that lying is knowing the truths and purposely saying something different. So we're talking about lying in the first place because we believe that lying is unethical, right? It's something we shouldn't do. It is not, uh, it's not trying our best, so to speak, right? But I think there are situations where even if you're saying something that is objectively untrue because you don't know the actual true thing, you still have a responsibility to be informed before you share information on that topic. So sometimes it's just about you shouldn't be speaking on something if you don't know about it, especially if that information is going to cause other people to take actions that might put them in danger if they don't know the true facts. So you're saying that you shouldn't talk about something unless you know about it. I... I'm against that theory. So I just think you need to explain to people that you don't always know things. You just have guess. 
No, I agree with you. I'm not saying that you can only talk about things that you're an expert on, but I am saying that you shouldn't pretend to be an expert where people are going to trust what you say unless you actually are an expert, right? Like you have a responsibility to be informed if you are telling people that they can trust what you're saying. But in this case, Janet wasn't really lying about an objective truth so much as she was lying about her own feelings, right? She was not in touch with her own reality. And that's what you said at the beginning of this, Ayla. You said that in this case, she just wasn't aware of her own feelings. Do we have a responsibility to kind of analyze ourselves to make sure that we are acting in a way that is true to ourselves? I think you kind of do. Of course, Janet isn't human, so... She wouldn't see this coming because she's never had feelings before. That's a good point for Janet's case. But if we're taking a lesson away from this, we do have feelings and we know that. And we know that our feelings can get in the way of our judgment and that sometimes the way that we feel about somebody can be formed by something unfair or our own hangups or the fact that they remind us of somebody that was in our past and that's not their fault at all. And so I do think that we as humans have to know that our emotions can make us make bad decisions sometimes. And I do think that we're responsible for kind of getting to the bottom of that and figuring out like, hey, is there maybe something here that is in my way that's blocking me from seeing this with clear eyes that is maybe making me not be as honest about this as I could be. But at the same time, that work is really hard and we can't expect people to just do it instantly either. This reminds me of a television show about this king who got a poison in his eye and he saw everything differently in a mean twisted way yeah so sometimes our own memories our own past our own emotions can be like that poison right blocking the way that we see things and i think we have a responsibility for recognizing that and trying to figure out how to see things around it when we can And the last thing we want to talk about is how we fix Janet's problem. Michael realized that this was a human problem and that they needed a human to help. So Janet had a discussion with Eleanor. And Eleanor said that you just sort of have to move on. And if there's anything that Eleanor is good at, it's moving on. Because one of her big flaws is that she hasn't stayed connected to people, that she gives up on them very quickly, which is normally not a great thing. But in this case, when we're talking about kind of a breakup, and Jason doesn't have any memory of the fact that he was ever with Janet, so it's not like it's fair to be mad at him about it, that moving on is pretty good advice. And one thing that fascinated me was that Eleanor said that Janet was becoming human, and... I think that's fair because she was having human emotions. And she's not the only one. Michael can't set Janet to self-destruct because he's having human emotions too because he got all teary-eyed thinking about their friendship and it ending. And so we're really seeing that part of what makes the humans have such a hard time following the rules of the good place is that they have to deal with all these emotions and all this baggage and all these different decisions. But those same qualities are actually making these other beings much more complex and interesting because when they take on those human traits, their decisions get more complicated too. So everything seemed to be going good. Janet said that she would avoid lying by watching what she said around Jason and Dahani. And everything was just fine until 
Janet took Eleanor's advice the wrong way. Eleanor said that she should get a rebound guy, and then Janet made an entire being named Derek. Obviously, if Vicky was suspicious before this entire new being, who has some of Janet's powers but also doesn't really have control of himself, is going to raise her suspicions even more. So this is where the story is going to pick up when we come back. And remember, we're taking next week off, so we will be back with a new episode in two weeks. We hope you'll join us then. 